Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Doug Karskater out today. 248-539-9797. So last night I was running around watching a lot of basketball and taking kids here and there. And settled down on the couch and uh, opened up the phone and bam, saw that the Tigers had made a trade. And so let me start with an overall feeling in Detroit that I think something that we have lost a little bit of over the Avila era and, and justifiably so, and that is getting excited about prospects. Um, when you trade for prospects, you know, I don't know what the actual hit rate is and it's hard to know, you know, how you'd even measure that. Like what, what truly defines a prospect, a top prospect, what should you get in return for a player? You know, one guy's top prospect in their system would be ranked eighth in another team system. So you, you, you just, it's all kind of vague, right? You're, but you're essentially cashing in a known asset for a future asset, a potential future asset. And through the Avila era, there was the, the returns were so crappy that, you know, what's what's the best return that they have on one of these trades? I mean, is it like Michael Fulmer and Jake Rogers? It's just been so little that the idea of getting prospects back is something that Detroit has, I think, grown a bit numb to. But... It, as I like to say, as it pertains to the Lions, and I'll say it as it pertains here to the Tigers, the clock resets at zero when somebody new takes over, and the new person is Scott Harris. And I feel like Harris came in, said what he was going to do, and now has gone out and started to do it. Um, he really wants pitchers and hitters. He wants both sides of the baseball. When you're in the field and when you're, when you're, hit, when you're at the plate, to have command of the strike zone. He doesn't want his guys at the plate striking out. He wants them to be able to get on base, draw a walk, and he wants his pitchers to not give up free bases and, you know, have command of the strike zone. So Joe Jimenez last year had command of the strike zone. Joe Jimenez last year actually was pretty good. The average is his per nine, his per nine average on strikeouts was 12.2, and his per nine average on walks was 2.1. But it was by far the best of his career. And he's up for free agency. The bulk of his career, he hasn't had that kind of command of the zone. 
And so maybe he did turn the corner. Maybe he didn't. One thing we know for sure is at the end of this season, he was eligible to be a free agent. The Braves coveted him last year at the trade deadline. Avila wouldn't pull the trigger. But who do they get back? Well, they get a prospect and a veteran minor league pitcher. The prospect they got, Justin Henry Malloy, which is such a great name, he has a high walk rate. His on-base percentage last year, this is only his second year playing professional baseball, he went high A, double A, triple A last year. His on-base percentage was 409, 403, 424. 424 at triple A. He hit at all three levels. His batting average, I believe, was above 280 at all three levels. And he combined to hit 17 home runs last year in 480 at-bats. Now, the at-bats were down. The plate appearances were up because a lot of those plate appearances resulted in walks. So he might be a guy who gets 480 type of at-bats a year. But he gets on base. He's patient at the plate. He knows the strike zone. If you see this guy, and I went back and watched as much as I could overnight, this looks like a guy that has a lot. I mean, he looks built, and he looks super athletic, and I think there's a chance, there's a chance that this guy will be with the Tigers this year. Well, I mean, (laughs) this is not me talking. Scott Harris said it could happen this year. So the question is, of course, will he hit at the major league level? And will he, where will he play? He's not considered an elite fielder. He's played third base and he's played some outfield. So there is a degree of versatility there that he can do one or the other. But he looks like the kind of guy that we should be excited about. And he looks like the kind of guy that we should buckle up and get ready for the Tigers to start acquiring guys like this. If you take a look at what they've done in recent years, I mean, there were some high strikeout rates and low walk rates. I think we're going to see some relatively high walk rates. And and this is just the first move that reflects the strategy that Scott Harris said he was going to employ when he took over. So I like the move. Now, I said before I checked in with Atlanta peeps, they were a little skittish. They were like, okay, yeah, getting Joe Jimenez does make the Braves better for 2023, but they didn't like the price that they had to pay. I mean, Justin Henry Malloy was the highest, the highest rated prospect, position player prospect in the Braves system. I think it was behind five pitchers. It was four or five pitchers, but he was the highest rated position player. He comes to Detroit and he's not, He's not the Tigers' highest-rated position player. And on the MLB.com rankings, he's actually he's actually fourth behind Jace Young, um, uh, Peyton Graham, and Colt Keith. But Justin Henry Malloy, he went out to the Arizona Fall League. He hit there as well. He hit there as well. Now, I think the most intriguing part of his game is the power potential. Like I think if you if you if you're going to walk in the minors 
think there's a good chance that'll carry over that you have the patience at the plate and the eye and the plate discipline that you'll be able to do that at the major league level. Will he be able to be a 20-plus home run guy? Which, which will be intriguing to see if he could be that with the Tigers at the major league level. Uh, collegiately, he started his career at Vanderbilt, then transferred to Georgia Tech. He was actually on that Vandy team that beat Michigan in the College World Series back in 2019. He wasn't a regular, but he was on that team. So I like this kid, and I like what they did here. And I'm not going to let the Avila era of no return on all those purges, I'm not going to let it numb my feelings towards how they should do this. And I, I'm going to guess here that Scott Harris feels like he's trading away a relief arm that he wasn't going to keep anyway and got back a player that fits the mold of how he wants to build this team. Now, Jake Higginbotham, which somebody sent uh, a tweet to us last night that it sounds like one of the names that Gator makes up. I think it was Mike. It was Mike Smart on Twitter. I feel like this pitcher's name is one Gator would come up with during one of your segments. Yes, Jake Higginbotham. Uh, is a 27-year-old left-handed reliever. I mean, goes to the minors, and my guess here is who knows if we'll ever see him. I I think it well, he's 26 now. He'll be 27 next year. I think there's a good chance we'll never see him, but that's okay. Maybe he exceeds expectations. They didn't make the trade for Higginbotham. They made the trade for Justin Henry Malloy. So 248-539-9797. Look, it's fun to have something different to talk about instead of be talking about the draft at this time of year. But the Tigers did something yesterday that I think was a low-key smart move. I think, and I think it's the the type of thing that you know is indicative of what a a Scott Harris organization is going to do. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Yeah, I have no idea. If, you know, none of us really have any idea if he'll be good or not. But it's clear that that Harris targeted this type of player, right? And he he went after. I mean, he all the quotes are exactly what he's looking to build around. And I know he's going to start in AAA Toledo most likely, but we're going to see him play by all accounts, next year at some point, especially with the way Scott Harris says that they've got to incorporate and earmark innings and at-bats for younger players to mix in with you know the guys that are going to play. So I, I fully expect to see him playing next year at some point. Yep. Um, like you said, you know, everything points to, to the type of player that Harris wants. Now, whether these guys work out or not, <laughs> time will tell, but he has a plan. He's going after it. Um, clearly he knew this was in the works because the other day he was talking about, Hey, we're busy. You know, it may not be on, we may not be Twitter busy, but we're busy. Um, I guess my only question is how long, Doug, I'm just asking, I know, I don't know if you know the answer to this and you probably don't, but as a tiger fan, we just went through a failed rebuild, right? Are we starting from square one or is this one of those? Are we halfway there? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's a, it's a great question. And it's, it's a million dollar question because, it's stupid for uh, uh, Scott Harris to come in and put a timeline on it because all that does is create un- either A, a ton of criticism if he says something like Ken Holland did and says rebuilds take 10 years, or B, he gives himself a timeline that puts pressure on that if he fails to meet that timeline, people think he needs to go. But This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 